0: fishing for a show aimed at the outdoor enthusiast? Tune in to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World, Saturday at 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern on Rural Radio, Sirius XM, channel 147, and on the Sirius XM app.
1: Welcome in to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World, brought to you by Bass Pro Shops. If you love fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors, and want to make it even better, you're in the right place. With host Rob Keck, your adventure starts right here.
0: Good morning and welcome, and thanks for tuning in to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World, brought to you by Bass Pro Shops, where truly... Your adventure starts right here. I'm Rob Keck, your host. Happy Saturday. And, you know, it's been an adventure for most everyone in this country and these uncharted waters of the coronavirus pandemic. And, you know, families are at home together for more time than maybe ever before. And that's a good thing. You know, quality family time is important and and many are spending it outdoors, hiking, biking, fishing, hunting, completing yard chores, odd jobs around the house. And it's a time for being creative with this newfound time. And I want to say that our prayers go out to the healthcare professionals of our nature, of our nation. And, you know, for uh, that matter around the world, because it's been 24-7, these gals, guys working 12-hour shifts or more on the front lines of fighting this war on COVID-19 and, you know, the whole time they're working with limited staff, limited equipment and facilities and equally salute our first responders, our, our national guard, our law enforcement professionals, firefighters providing for our safety and security. And, you know, for many, if not most of them, it is difficult to acknowledge that spring is really here. You know, there's no time for them to, to view the azaleas, the red buds, the wisteria, the dogwoods that are painting our countryside and they haven't had the opportunity to walk a trail or the luxury to, to to be along the creek and glance at the many spring flowers that are part of Mother Nature's palate. Well, for those uh, with time away from jobs, school, and other obligations, you know, it's time to hike on our public lands and trails, to launch your boat at your favorite lake. And, you know, it's gobbler season, it's fishing season, and, you know, turkeys are strutting, and... Coming to the call, bass, stripers, trout, crappies, I mean, they're biting, and the opportunities await you. And, you know, that means that you've got to head out, go online, go to Bass Pro Shops Cabela's. You're going to find the latest gear, the very best prices on everything you need for fishing, turkey hunting, camping, hiking, boating. And check us out online, BassPro.com, Cabela's.com. On our show today, we have three pros coming from completely different backgrounds. We have the all-time leading money winner of professional bass fishing, a member of the Bass Pro Shops Pro Fishing Team, the legendary Kevin Van Dam. Another legend with us, professional hunter, television host, Redhead Pro Hunting Team member, Bob Folkrod. And our third guest, who's been leading a conservation effort, a leading conservationist for over four decades, the executive director of the South Carolina Waterfowl Association, David Walicki. And I can tell you that SCWA is one of Bass Pro Shops' uh, partner groups that we work with, and they've got a focus on introducing kids to the outdoors through a variety of camping experiences. So without any further ado, I want to welcome back to the show one of the most passionate and experienced waterfowlers I know, my good friend, David Wolicki. David, thanks for your time today and being with us.
2: Rob, thank you so much for having me. Um, I just really appreciate the opportunity uh, to talk about SCWA and the great programs that we have for youth and for habitat conservation.
0: Well, I hope that you and your family are coronavirus free, and uh, I know you've got uh, a family member there that uh, you know is is on the front lines. so our prayers are with you and your family.
2: Well, Rob, we are we're doing well. you know we are uh, thankful to be healthy and and we're abiding by. Uh, all the recommendations of our leaders our health care professionals and our president and we're doing that at home and throughout our organization yeah well you know you had
0: mentioned to me just very quickly here that you know south carolina is not uh the epicenter of this this virus pandemic but you know the palmetto state's heeding all those precautions issued by the cdc or governor or president and in a conversation we had this week, uh, you know, you mentioned your daughter's a nurse practitioner and pregnant on the front lines with many health care professionals. Just quickly recap with with us, with our listeners, the kind of conditions that she finds herself working in.
2: It, Rob, it's really just uh, incredible what our health care professionals are doing. You know, my daughter is 23 weeks pregnant. She worked six 12-hour shifts last week. Um had one day off. She's back at it again. You know, seeing patients, testing people for COVID nineteen, uh, and it's her and everyone in that profession. I mean, you cannot stop them from going in. I mean, they're they're rushing to the fire, so to speak, and uh, it's just it's just incredible what they're doing. And uh, my hat's off to them. And you know, we pray hard for our daughter every night. And uh, uh, but it's her and thousands of other people across this country that are. Making a difference and saving lives.
0: Yeah. Well, you mentioned that uh, she said that you know, there's a lot of single mothers on those front lines, and that this summer you have plans for the children, of those health care professionals. Tell us about it.
2: Well, you know, we run our Summer Camp Woody program, and uh, we're very hopeful we're going to be able to keep that going this summer. Uh, but what we've done as an organization, uh, thanks to the great support of members, uh, we're going to be giving. It's actually 200 scholarships from the organization to children of frontline medical professionals. Uh, we had a scholarship day yesterday. We raised another $50,000 for that effort. And uh, we're going to be distributing these out through our chapter volunteers in each local community across the state. And it's just been an incredible, uh, incredible, uh, just overwhelming response uh, to making a difference so that we can thank all of these folks for everything they're doing there's a lot of single moms whose kids are at home you know they're trying to keep them studying on online classes but then they have to leave in the morning and they're there all day long hours uh... fighting this crisis so uh... you know every american just owes a great debt of gratitude to all of these professionals yep tell us quickly here before
0: we take our our next break uh, uh, about these scholarships what what do they cover what what do they provide for these young people
2: well, what they provide is a is a one week uh, camp Woody tuition uh, for a child that's uh, eight to sixteen years of age. Their child can come and spend an entire week at Camp Woody, enjoying uh, outdoor activities such as sporting clays, fishing, hunter safety education, boater safety education. Uh, just getting these kids out in nature, and uh, which is going to be an incredible. Uh, Incredible Break for a lot of people uh, You know they're all cooped up in Houses and it's going to be so important to get These kids back out in the outdoors
0: Yep for sure and uh, What a what a wonderful uh, Camp you have and we're going to talk more About that when we come back from this break but we got to Take that break right now when we return Going to continue our conversation with David uh, this and a whole lot more Coming right up and I'm Rob Keck Your host right here on Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World
3: We are the young minds that will shape tomorrow's world. But today, the world is in your hands. What's your vision for the future? Since 1937, Ducks Unlimited has been the world leader in wetlands and waterfowl conservation. And we've had the same vision for the future for more than 75 years. A future with clean water, abundant wildlife, plenty of places to enjoy nature, and wetlands, sufficient to fill the skies with waterfowl today tomorrow and forever sure there's still a whole lot of work to be done but we know we can turn things around together because we are the next generation of du conservationists and with a little help from you our future is looking really bright ducks unlimited working for conservation for generations to come a public service from ducks unlimited
1: back to bass pro shops outdoor world on Rural Radio, Sirius XM. And welcome back to Bass Pro Shops
0: Outdoor World. If you've just tuned in, we're visiting with the Executive Director of the South Carolina Waterfowl Association, my good friend, David Walicki. David, tell us about uh, SCWA and what the organization's doing right now in the face of this pandemic.
2: Well, Rob, you know, the South Carolina Waterfowl Association was founded in 1986, and um, Our mission is to perpetuate our wildlife heritage through education and habitat conservation programs. Uh, You know, we were busy this spring uh, with our school year camp program, Camp Leopold. We have over 9,000 kids who attend that, third to seventh graders, unfortunately. With the closing of schools, we had to cancel our spring classes, and uh, we're rescheduling those for the fall. But we're busy right now preparing for summer camp for our Camp Woody program. Uh, which reaches eight to 16 year old children, and we're hopeful we're going to be able to host either a full summer or a half summer. But we're we're preparing as as hard as we can so that we can provide outdoor education to children, which is very much needed. And uh, we're working on habitat efforts. Uh, we're we're abiding by all the safety rules of the CDC. Only two people in our office at a time. We're social distancing, and and we're listening each and every day to the constant changing fabric that's out there and just doing our best, as as every other American is doing right now.
4: Yeah.
0: Well, you mentioned some of the activities. Uh, Why don't you just uh, sort of reiterate what occurs uh, at both of those camps, Camp Woody and Camp Leopold?
2: Well, we like to say at SCWA that, you know, we're a part, we're a parent's partner. We like to partner with people to get children into the outdoors to help make the outdoors part of their family heritage. So at Camp Leopold, we run 30 weeks during the school year. We have 20 different classes, and we teach kids about natural resource conservation. We teach them about forestry, farming, wildlife management, wetland ecology, survival skills, a whole gamut of outdoor activities. And the idea is to spark every child's interest in the the outdoors, get them excited about about nature, you know, nature heals, it heals these kids. It's great therapy for them and try to set them on that path, spark that interest in the outdoors. Then as kids move on, many of them want to attend our summer camp Woody program. This is more focused on children who want to learn about hunting and fishing and fish and wildlife conservation. We have extensive youth hunting programs for children deer hunts, dove hunts, duck hunts, turkey hunts. And uh, we are working on uh, increasing those youth hunting opportunities so children can come to summer camp, then come back with their parents on a duck hunt, dove hunt, turkey hunt. Or they can come on a weekend skills event where they can learn uh, how to turkey hunt, how to deer hunt, how to bass fish. Uh, So we just try to create as many opportunities as we can to partner with parents to make this part of their family heritage.
0: Well, I think it's so important that the parent gets to be part of that. You know, so many times I've, I've seen uh, kids being introduced to the outdoors. The parent doesn't really get to experience what that child is. And looking then for that repeat performance and uh, uh, having a parent there to maybe help guide that, uh, I think is, is just so special. And, you know, you've shared with me, uh, over the years we've known each other when talking about the camp, some of the some of the outstanding stories that that come out of this. I mean you're touching uh, young people that uh, ends up being their career, a vocation. Give us a story or two that uh, you know is a result of these camps that that you've been putting on.
2: you know Rob, probably one of the greatest is uh, Ed Paul, who uh, when he was eleven years old, he was our summer camp woody camper of the year. He went on, graduated from college, played baseball, came back to work for us, led our education programs, and now he is the executive director of the South Carolina Wildlife Partnership, which we have helped to found. And that partnership is working with private landowners across the state of South Carolina and with South Carolina DNR. And we're getting landowners to give hunts for the public draw hunting program. And Ed is doing a phenomenal job leading that effort. And that's just one of many stories of people, of young kids who who's, we spark their interest and they've taken it to the next level and they've become the future leaders in conservation. So uh, extremely proud of Ed. Uh, we have a lot of kids who come through and then uh, participate in our wildlife management apprentice program. They then go on to be biologists at state and federal wildlife management areas or with private landowners. So uh it's very exciting. We've been at this 34 years, and it's so exciting to see it work, to, uh, to pass it on to that next generation who's going to carry the conservation torch into the future.
0: Yeah, really, really well done. And, you know, it really moved me to hear, you know, the number of people you've been able to place in some of those wildlife professions. Just give us a, a word or two about that.
2: It, it's incredible. Uh, the, uh, the Apprentice Program... Uh, you know, we have a young camper that may come year after year, and then we mentor them on, on uh, careers in wildlife conservation. Uh, we help these kids, uh, help to guide them in which schools they should attend uh, based on what their goals are. Uh, this year we have six apprentices. We graduate. It's our goal to graduate 10 per year, and we are uh, developing more funding for that effort. We also have partnered with the Boone and Crockett Club Um This summer, thanks to uh, the Cabela's Outdoor Fund, we're also sending uh, 17 and 18 year olds who are about to start college uh, and are seeking a career in wildlife conservation. Those kids are attending our our camp this summer, then they're flying out to the Teddy Roosevelt Ranch and they're gonna meet with wildlife professionals at both locations who who will teach them about the different career opportunities that are out there. So uh, we're really providing that mentoring role Uh, in addition to actual hands-on training uh, that's going to equip the next generation of experienced land managers. Wow, exciting. Look, we're just about out of time. We just have a minute left. Quickly,
0: how can people find out more about the Camp South Carolina Waterfowl Association and maybe want to contribute uh, to help in in funding these scholarships for kids?
2: Well, you can go to scwa.org. And click on the Camp Woody section. Uh, You can give online to these programs. And uh, you can also check out all of our our camp programs and other habitat conservation work.
0: Final thought in the last 10 seconds.
2: Well, Rob, I appreciate what Bass Pro and Cabela's are doing to pass on this outdoor heritage to the next generation. Um, I deal with a lot of uh, companies and outdoor industries and I just can't thank your company enough. You you are truly the leaders in this effort and a great partner, and we appreciate it.
0: Thank you, David. We're out of time. Thanks for your time today. Best to you and your family. Stay well. Stay healthy. Folks, when we return, going to meet with our next guest, Redhead pro, Hunting Pro Bob Folkrod. And this is Rob Keck, your host, right here in Bass Pro Shop's outdoor world. Thanks for joining us, and we will be right back. Today's hunters are facing some real challenges. Nationally, we lose 6,000 acres of upland habitat every day. Hunter numbers are not keeping pace with population growth. Each of these puts our hunting lifestyle in danger. With your help, the National Wild Turkey Federation is tackling these challenges head on with its Save the Habitat, Save the Hunt initiative. Our volunteers have committed to increase wild turkey populations and protect our hunting heritage by improving 4 million acres of habitat, creating 1.5 million new hunters, and opening half a million new acres to public hunting. Join the NWTF today to help make these bold goals a reality. Visit nwtf.org for more information and to find out how you
1: can help protect our way of life. To Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World on Rural Radio Sirius XM. And welcome back to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. Thanks for joining us.
0: If you just tuned in, we're meeting our next guest. Well, Bob Folkrod is a hunting legend, a hall of famer, a professional hunter, a television host, and a redhead pro hunting team member. And Bob has traveled successfully and, and hunted worldwide in pursuit of Africa's big five, the North American 29 and completed his obsession quest of 80 species, all captured on video. I want to welcome back, he's been with us a number of times, my good friend, Bob Folkrod. Bob, welcome back to Outdoor World.
5: Oh, thanks, Rob. I appreciate being back on the show. It's, uh, it's always good to hear from you, and it's, uh, it's springtime. Things are waking up here in eastern Pennsylvania, and it, uh, it's an exciting time of the year.
0: Well, it really is, you know, to see Mother Nature uh, rebirth and come alive and, you know, a lot of these spring colors and the sounds. Turkey's goblin, I would imagine, uh, up there in your backyard. But I want you to share with our listeners uh, how you're doing with your knee that you just had operated on.
5: Oh, good. It was a week ago Monday. I had the stitches out uh, uh, yesterday. I've been on my stationary bike. Uh, I got up to 20 minutes so far and actually I got out in the garage for the first time started sweeping it out and so it's doing good i got uh, got some plans to if if this everything lifts i'll be back on the
0: mountain hunting sheep again this fall well that's uh where i was really leading to and you know after you come through something like that you know you mentioned about rehabbing you know on the bike uh what else are you doing to keep yourself in shape i mean you've got that goal out there uh of making a sheep hunt. You know, a lot of people don't realize that when you talk about a sheep hunt, being in sheep shape is not like just being in regular shape. So what do you do to rehab, to get ready for something (laughs) like that?
5: Yeah, well, I always tell people it's easy to get the body in shape. It's the mind that's the hard thing to get in shape, you know. I mean, I had a little knee pain, but, you know, uh, that's that's an ongoing thing, especially if you're sheep hunting. It's one step in front of the other. And, and mostly I, I stay in, I, I call it sheep shape because, you know, I got grandkids and kids I want to take out in the field. So every time I look at them, it just makes me want to stay in shape because the better shape I am,
0: that means more years I get the chance to enjoy them. Yeah, that's, that's a great way to live by. And I, I live by that very same thing because I want to be there with those grandkids when they take their first sheep or whatever it happens to be. And, uh, I know it's a challenge, especially when you get to, uh, to where we are in years, and uh, you know it's nothing comes easy, and you got to work for it. And you know, I, I've got to ask, of course, you know, right now we're in we're in the midst, of, we think the midst of this uh, coronavirus mess, and uh, I hope your family is healthy and coronavirus free. And what are you guys doing to, you know, to to you know, self distance and and to make up some of that time that uh, you're there together.
5: Well, it, it, you hit the nail on the head. It's 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 together. You know, I'm I'm, you know, basically canceled all my spring hunts, or I guess they did. You know, so I'm staying home, and and uh, I, I'm fortunate. We got a, a lake here, and you know, the grandsons were going to learn how to cook on an open fire and do their own fish and meals, and you know, and that's just like me being on a sheep hunt. And if I if I never turned around and looked at the house. I can be any place in the world I want to be at that particular moment. And I guess Mm -hmm. that's what I, you know, don't think of, don't dwell on what's actually happening. Everybody's saying stay home. And that's exactly right. Stay home. If you don't have to go out for anything, then stay home and let this virus work its
0: course, and and we'll be back on track in no time at all. Yeah, well, that's great. And I I love what you just said about, uh, you know, teaching those grandkids how to, how to cook over an open fire or reflector oven or, you know, just like you would be in a, in a camp, in a mountain camp. And, you know, with, uh, you know, limited travel, no travel, and especially, you know, looking at Canada, spring bear hunting, you know, coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, you know, you mentioned that, uh, you know, your spring bear season is canceled out. You know, what are outfitters saying? And, of course, you know, when you look to the north, I mean, you've got – you know brown bear and grizzlies in 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 Alaska you've got black bear in Canada you know what are outfitters saying what are they doing right now bob well some of
5: them are absolutely devastated because that's their only livelihood they they don't have an, an, another job to go to my good friend dale adams runs a brown bear hunt and a black bear hunt uh in, you know in the springtime and the fall time and that's that's his business um and so you know, a lot of these guys, it's it's totally going to put out of business. And then and then it's going to affect down the road because a lot of people that had some money saved up and, and was planning a hunt, they're not going to be able to be afforded. So this is a absolutely a troubling time for every single person out there. We're not going to, this virus may go away, but it's going to have long-lasting effects for a long
0: time. Yeah. Well, you know, looking ahead, uh, then into the fall, uh what, what do you see happening there? I mean, hopefully we're going to be out of this thing, but uh, I know you've, you talked outfitters all the time. Have they changed any of their plans? Or are they still pretty much intact?
5: Well, they're, 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 you know, they're looking ahead and, and trying to be positive, but you know, a lot of people have already canceled for the fall just because of uh, the money situation. That's not coming in. You know, they've got bills to pay and kids to put to school and, and they're just some of them are just not going to have that uh, that extra money that they had saved up for the hunt, so it's a it's a real troubling time for sure
0: yeah i've you know I've been seeing on the internet i mean just some absolute deals because of what you just said uh, guys canceling out, guys that have had you know major deposits on hunts and uh, you know I've also seen you know a lot of these groups. Uh, a lot of these ngos a lot of the the conservation groups that had special tags like out in utah where the state you know uh, provides these tags to chapters to auction off you know their events aren't happening and now a lot of those uh, tags are being auctioned online for next fall and i've seen some real deals out there and uh, you know i think that uh, you know it's going to be touch and go with a lot of people but for those that maybe have some money in their pocket this may be a time to to pick up a tag that's been hard to get uh or maybe out of your reach financially and so anyway a lot of considerations we're going to move to our first break but uh our next break rather and we return going to continue our visit with bob and i'm rob keck you're listening to bass pro shops outdoor world and we will be right back
6: you know it takes the right habitat to conserve and grow healthy wildlife populations. At Pheasants Forever and Quail Forever, we're committed to helping landowners voluntarily protect land and wildlife habitat forever. Benefits here go beyond protecting habitat for upland birds and wildlife. Native grasslands protect soil, provide valuable resources for the ranching community, and serve as a natural filter to enhance water quality for all. We need your help to protect America's grasslands for future generations. Creating and leaving a legacy is within your reach. At Pheasants Forever and Quail Forever, we're here to help you make a difference. Healthy habitat and abundant wildlife. Build it today to last forever To learn more about how you can help us Protect America's uplands Please visit us at PheasantsForever.org Slash Legacy
1: Back to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World On Rural Radio Sirius XM And welcome back to
0: Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World If you've just tuned in We're visiting with redhead pro hunter, Bob Folkrod. You know, Bob, looking at, uh, you know, these uncharted waters of uh, where we find our country today, uh, you know, with this coronavirus, you know, it is easy to mire oneself down into all the negatives. And that sect and the segment we just did, you know, you talked about the positive things. What else do you see? What do you see? good that might come out of this is there a silver lining to to what we're experiencing right now that will be good for our country maybe good for hunting uh any anything there that that you see? well i posted
5: online a couple of days ago rob it was a uh, how to can deer meat. you know how to can canadian geese you know how to do your fish you know how to can potatoes so you know you know we're putting back in a garden again. Uh, we let it go for a couple of years. And I guess there's, you know, do I really need a garden? Probably not. But what it does is back in the olden days, it brings the families together. Families are in the garden on their hands and knees and laughing and joking. So if this does anything, I see it getting families back together again as it, as it should be, as it should be.
0: Yeah, no, I've I have felt the same thing. I know I mentioned our pastor the that very thing. You know, when you look at uh, look at our country, and you, know, you look at the last couple of generations, uh, you know, the family unit has been broken down. We've become uh, so electronically oriented and distanced from the real social interaction of people being with people. And I remember growing up. I mean, when I was a kid, man, I tell you what, we gathered almost every night down on the porch swing at my grandpa's house and come out of the fields and you know we interacted with our cousins and you know that's that's long gone and you know maybe this will actually force families to do spend some quality time together and doing those kind of things uh like you said uh you know out there in the back 40 you know cooking over a campfire or you know just talking to one another and you know my my hope my prayer is is that very very thing exactly exactly and then
5: then we got our president you know he's i believe he's doing a a fine job i think you know one of the things that he talked about before this thing ever started was bringing this stuff things that we need back into the united states you know country united states made and and now that's even more so our drugs and and our jobs and and even the refugees you know some of these cities that wanted to take care of the refugees they're the first ones that got their hands out let's take care of of our own people first, we should be totally self-sufficient on
0: our own. Yep, for sure. And, you know, when you look at, uh, uh, at so many of these products that we have today being made offshore, I mean, we're relying on them to stay healthy. And, uh, when they're not, we suffer. And, uh, I think Made in America is going to be uh, even a stronger uh, rally cry than than maybe ever before. And uh, to me, that's also another real positive. Well, looking at your bucket list for this fall, uh, you know, assuming everything's going to move forward and we come out of this thing as uh, we're seeing that light at the end of the tunnel, what kind of things do you have uh, in your plans? I know you mentioned sheep, but uh, where where would that be when, when you make that hunt?
5: Well, Alberta, and like you say, there's some deals. Uh, uh, probably, if uh, some deals are made, I'll probably go back into Yukon and hunt stone. I need one more bighorn, Rob, for my for my fourth slam. And for anybody that's ever hunted sheep, they know what one slam is, let alone four. So um, <laughs> that, that's that's uh, a I'm proud of that. But you know, and spending time, you know, I got I got a new new grandson on its way. He won't be hunting this year, but he'll be setting in a and Grandma's blind with me with one of the other grandkids and watching it happen. So I think this fall is one of them times to probably stay home as much as possible, let this thing get over with,
0: and that quality time with family and friends. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, turkey season, uh, well, just about a month away there in Pennsylvania. Talk to us about, uh, you know, with you being home now, you're going to be able to spend, you know, Every day there to, to turkey hunt with grandkids. What what did that look like for Bob Folkrod?
5: <laughs> yeah. I still have, you know, people had a, a guy coming in to do a, a magazine article and he said one of the questions he says, You've hunted all over the world, he says, uh, give me what your best hunt was and at that particular time <laughs> it was my it was my uh, grandson we got a double in a in a pop up blind after the third day of him skipping school and the, I mean the story's long, <laughs> and, but uh, when that grandma printed that picture out, uh, I'll tell you that touched grandpa's heart. I had tears running down my eyes and I couldn't stand it and and uh, so you know. Taking one of them grandkids into a blind and watch that turkey—it it, it, it doesn't matter. It does to them whether we give it or not. But it's watching their eyes and watching the end of that gun barrel shaking and having my hand on their back at their chest, saying "Breathe, breathe." <laughs> it doesn't—it
0: doesn't get any better than that. Well, you know, we're just about out of time. You know, you're a bow hunter, the master bow hunter. Give us one quick bow hunting tip for somebody going after a spring gobbler this year.
5: Set your decoy, if you're hunting with a bull, facing, so the head is facing away from you, so you're hoping the gobbler comes around and goes full fan, and that allows you to draw. Now, I'm talking about setting on the ground with no blind. If you're in a blind, yep. you know follow that leg straight up, hit him dead center. Stay away from the, the brisket up front, and if you hit him right, that turkey was set there and flopping.
0: I mean, it's nothing, absolutely nothing like it. Yep. Well, great tip. How about a final thought here as we close out this segment, Bob? Well, my thoughts and
5: prayers are with the president and vice president and all the people out there trying to stop this virus. I just praise the God that we, we get this thing slowed down and America can get back on
0: track again. Yeah, amen, brother. Well, look, that's going to take us to our next break. We're out of top, but, Bob, thanks. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for being such a great American, a great role model. Good luck with your knees. Stay virus free. And folks, free return, we're going to meet our next guest. And what a treat. Kevin Van Dam, the all-time money winner in professional bass fishing. He's going to join us right here in Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. This is Rob Keck, and we will be right back. SiriusXM's XM's Rural Radio, your gateway to the rural lifestyle. This is Rob Keck, host of Bass Pro Shops, Outdoor World, with the latest information about hunting, fishing, and more.
1: This is Janet Atkinson, host of FFA Today, your in-depth look at the nation's premier youth organization. Get connected with Real Ag Radio. This is Sean Haney. We'll talk markets, agronomy, machinery, and cover the real-time issues affecting farmers and ranchers in all of North America. Rural Radio, Sirius XM 147, or listen on the Sirius XM app. Hey everybody, I'm Easton Corbin, and I grew up in the smallest county in the state of Florida, and that's a long ways from Nashville, let alone elk country. But I've been hunting all my life, and I've always dreamed of chasing elk. When I came out west and heard my first bugle, I was hooked. I just had to roll. Now I want to make sure that dream will be here for tomorrow's hunters. If you feel the same way, make a difference, and join the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation by going to www.rmef.org. Back to Bass Pro Shop's Outdoor World on Rural Radio Sirius XM. And we are back, and thanks for tuning in to Bass Pro Shop's Outdoor World. And if you've
0: just tuned in, we're meeting our next guest. Well, I can tell you we're honored to have back with us another legend, a Hall of Famer, the all time money winner of professional bass fishing, four time Bassmaster Classic champion, and he was honored with the very first ever ESPY Award as Outdoorsman of the Year by ESPN. I could go on and on about the accolades, the achievements, the acknowledgments that this great, great outdoorsman has, but please welcome back my good friend, Kevin Van Dam. Kevin, welcome back to Outdoor World. Man, it's good to hear you. Good to talk to you again, Rob.
4: Yeah, man. Tell me, are the turkeys gobbling in your backyard uh they are you know it's it's uh, it's been a good year for turkeys for sure with the mild winter we've had up here in Michigan so yeah it's uh it's looking real good here the season's coming going to be here right around the corner can't yeah. actually can't wait yeah well look according to
0: the news that that I've seen it's been hit pretty hard by the coronavirus and I just hope you and your family are healthy and covid-19 free but I've got to ask you, as an outdoors person, are you staying indoors or are you spending that time self-distancing outside?
4: Uh, we're, we're doing a, a mix of both. You know, I think it's uh, – <laughs> when you're an outdoors person like me, you're <laughs> going to be outside. Uh, you know, we've been doing uh, some work at our property, you know, shed hunting. Uh, mushrooms are about to start popping. Uh, we've been fishing, uh, you know, just here around uh, around town locally. And I just – you know, I just – can't stand it and and obviously it's very safe to do if you know if you stay in your own groups and practice social distancing I, i don't think there's anything better than being out in the sunshine and being out in the woods or on the water
0: yeah you're exactly right and i know our conservation teams and working with state agencies across the country trying to keep boat ramps open keeping access open uh hiking trails open because it is a great way uh to practice uh this social distancing you can do it in the great outdoors well as you know kevin we're we're living in a different time of uncharted waters and you know with most sporting events uh, in fact all professional sporting events literally being shut down you as a professional as a bass fishing professional what are you doing at this time and are you doing anything special to to remain sharp on top of your game when you know major league fishing resumes
4: well, I've, um, you know, I've been doing a lot of prep, uh, organizing gear and things like that, obviously doing um, some fishing with the boys here locally, um, you know, too. And with our format, you know, I think once this all passes, we'll be able to get back on the water uh, really quickly, you know, mm-hmm. just based, uh, because we kind of are social distancing just the way that we compete, you know. Uh, right, the biggest right. challenge we have is is travel, you know, until the travel restrictions uh, makes sense you know we, we can't really do that but you know in the big scheme of things um you know a, a little break like this is uh, you know it's painful for everybody it's 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 hard on the economy it's hard on the fishing and you know the outdoor industry as a whole but um when you think of it in a lifetime um you know we'll get we'll get through it and i, I know when times get tough fishermen they're they're gonna fish, you know, and and yeah. we've already seen that people are out in the water doing a lot of things. And uh, as long as we do it, you know, smart, we'll we'll keep the accesses open. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. I I know my uh, uh, brother in law was out on uh, Lake Murray last uh, last weekend, and he said, "My gosh, it looked like the Fourth of July. There were so many boats out there, and you know, they were keeping safe distances, and uh, you know, so many people fishing and uh, just recreating, and so." What are you doing to, if anything, to remain sharp, to stay on top of your game for when Major League Fishing actually returns? Anything special that you're doing there? And, uh, you know, I, I know like with other professional athletes, I mean, they want to stay on top of their game. And, uh, you know, what a challenge it is when, you know, you're not competing. So what, what are you doing to stay sharp?
4: Well, it's it's about being fit for one thing, which, you know, the the time outdoors and, you know, I'm chainsawing and, and prepping food plots and doing things like that. So, you know, physically, I'm good. I'm still still fishing. So, you know, keeping that casting accuracy and, and that up. And obviously you can you can still do a lot of research. You know, there's a lot on the Internet we've been doing. Uh, quite a few, you know, uh, live social media feeds, you know, doing question and answer sessions for for fans and that and uh, just trying to educate people. You know, when this all started, we were at an event at Lake Fork. And, you know, I I don't I think and rightfully so that a lot of the thoughts of the outdoors and access was not on many legislators minds or anything like that. And I was actually driving home and had a, I, I was I called Johnny Morris, you know, and and Johnny's obviously, you know, on the forefront of conservation and a lot of things. And when I told him about some of the states already shutting access down like Illinois and that he immediately um, uh, got on the horn and and started uh, talking to different conservation groups and things. And that's why we have the access that we do right now. And, and people just need to still. Um, don't take it for granted, and and practice safe social distancing out in you know out in the water and and in the woods and things like that. You know, I saw those pictures right away. I'm sure you did too, of all these boats in South Florida rafted up, people partying in that. And that's yeah. not going to keep our access uh, to the water open if if people uh, are doing things like that. And and even as we start to um, come through this, we have to you know keep those same practices going. So uh, you know, I, I know we all love and care about the outdoors. And, um, you know, I, we just, we also want to get back to it as fast as we can. Yep, for sure. And, you know, I'm
0: sure you're communicating with some of the other pros. Uh, what, what are they doing right now? Are they following sort of the same suit that, that you and your family are doing?
4: I I see a lot of them, you know, we follow, I follow a lot of people on social media and that, and and that's exactly right. I mean, and it's not just, um, you know, the other pros, but just people that, you know, love the outdoors, you know, I mean, whether they're, uh, NASCAR drivers, you know, like Truex, he's, he's fishing like crazy. And, um, <laughs> you know, uh, Luke Bryan's a good friend of mine now, you know, Luke and I have done some fishing this spring and that, and, you know, he's, you can't obviously none of those guys can tour or play or anything like that so he's doing a lot of fishing and 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 property management and food plots and things like that the same (laughs) kind of things we're doing so um that's what we do you know outdoors people um we hunters are going to hunt and fishermen are going to fish and it's not just a a weekend deal or, or once a month deal for us it's it's our lifestyle so you can't quit living you've got to you know you've got to keep your sanity and the best place for me to do it for sure is is outside absolutely
0: well i'm following suit i've had some great fun with uh, some of my grandkids on our youth turkey hunting days and uh you know it's uh, it's just been been a really fun time with them. But anyway, we got to take our uh, final break of the show. Hold that thought. We return. We're going to continue our discussion here with Kevin. This and a whole lot more. You listen to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. This is Rob Keck, and we will be right back.
6: Golf is more than just a game. It is an experience. Some experiences are so enjoyable that they become memorable and are cherished for a lifetime. Top of the rock, Buffalo Ridge. Come closer to nature, closer to bliss. closer to heaven than you ever imagined. This is Golf in the Ozarks.
1: Back to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World on Rural Radio, Sirius XM. Thanks for tuning in to Bass Pro
0: Shops Outdoor World and we've been having just a really Enjoyable and a, and a wonderful visit with the all-time money winner of professional bass fishing, my good friend Kevin Van Dam. You know, Kevin, during times like we're experiencing right now, you know, it's easy for, for some folks to get mired down in all the negatives associated with the virus. But, you know, there's there's some silver linings, too, and I wanted to ask you, what do you see uh, as maybe some good things that might come out of this once we get past uh, the situation we're in right now? Or is there a silver lining?
4: Well, I I think so. You know, you got to always look at for the positive in everything. And uh, as tough as this has been on so many of, you know, really, the whole world, um, it has brought a lot of families together, you know, where people are, are kind of reconnecting, you know, everybody's life and job and, you know, school and everything so busy where people are spending... A lot more time with their loved ones close and um and i've also seen you know like in michigan where i live um you can you can fish catch and release for bass year round but there is a a season on them but so many people because of you know this shutdown and we have so much outdoors available to us here and so many species to fish for that people have started Fish in early season, much more than they ever have before. You know, a lot of, yeah. especially casual fishermen just aren't used to fishing in March. Yeah. And so they're, they're really in dire need of, of good information and tips and things like that. So I've been trying to do a lot of different live chats and putting YouTube videos out and things like that to teach people about cold water techniques and, you know, the other times of the year and, and just the other things, um, you know, that are available. I mean, there's so many different Uh, hiking trails and you know where you can go out in the woods and of course mushroom season morale season's just around the corner for us so I think people are spending more time outdoors and more times close with their families and it gives you an appreciation for things that you may have taken granted for I can guarantee you um, that our family is that way for sure you know we're doing a lot of dinners together and things that we just normally don't get the opportunity to do so so that's the silver lining
0: Well, you know, I think that, uh, you know, we all recognize the fact that, you know, the last two generations, uh, families haven't been together maybe like they were back in the 50s and 60s. And, you know, the breakdown of the basic social of the family has been one of the problems we've experienced in this country. And, uh, you know, my hope is that with families, as you just described, spending quality time together that we bring families back closer together than ever before. Well, you know, what you said just a minute ago also really leads me into the next question I had, that, you know, there's a number of states offering free fishing during the month of April. They don't have to have a license. And, uh, you know, we have many first-timers out there that, if they want to give it a try. They want to try fishing maybe for the first time. What advice would you give them, would you give to this new prospective angler? Where should they start?
4: Well, you know, one of the biggest things is is finding a good place to go that, that fits the season, you know, and targeting the right species. And, you know, like we're here in Michigan, there's a lot of things going on in April. You know, trout season opens up, uh, pike and walleye season opens, and, of course, there's catch and release for bass. You know, there's salmon fishing. There's a lot of different things. So, you know, one of the best places now to do some research is on the Internet Um, You know, there's lots of lots of information. I mean, you can just about Google anything now to to find access. And a lot of the stores um, are still open, uh, you know, online, of course, the Bass Pro stores. You know, they, they're doing curbside pickup and, and online sales. And that's, just, that's the same, you know, with my, like my brother's place there. Um, you know, they had to shut down too, but they're still open for online sales. And, you know, you can uh, email questions and, and find. And I'm sure there'll be plenty of people doing fishing reports and things out there. A lot of the guides that now can't work are still out there keeping sharp on the water and and putting out uh, information online to, to, you know, to help people out. Because when this all settles, uh, you know, not just during this time, but I think everybody's going to be really raring to get back out, you know, uh, on the lakes and, and in the woods again. So, uh, you know, summer's just around the corner. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's once we get through this and, it's just uh, like nothing in any of our lifetimes or my parents' lifetime that, that any of us has really gone through um, to this magnitude. So it's, it's quite shocking for sure. But uh, the information's out there, and that's, that's probably the best thing. And there's no substitute for time on the water for sure and experience. So if, if you can communicate with people that have some experience, that's a great way to start to know what to fish for, where to go, and what to use to catch them. Well, great points. And as you mentioned, you know, many
0: of our stores uh, uh, have curbside pickup. You can order online. Lots and lots of tackle and equipment out there to to meet those needs. Here, before we run out of time, just a couple more questions I have. And for our experienced bass anglers who are listening in here today, give us one hot bass fishing tip for the month of April.
4: Well, April is uh, one of the best months uh, really all over the country you know in the south in the deep south you know the bass are pretty much already done spawning but they're still shallow and they're still active and a lot of you know through the midwest the fish are moving up or they're actually spawning so a lot of the fish are, you know are up there and, and one of the best and easiest rigs especially because a lot of kids are going to be getting out a lot of people are going to farm ponds and things like that is you know a wacky rigged stickworm something like a, a strike king ocho Um, is just a a deadly, deadly bait. It's easy to fish from the bank. You can put it on a spin cast rod um, for kids or an open face spinning reel. You know, you don't have to do anything um, too crazy, and it's just a great way to get a lot of bites and catch a lot of fish, and that's, especially for kids and things like that, that's what they're, they're really looking for. I think that So many people have found access to places they just have driven by a million times or or (laughs) saw or or whatever. Kids are riding their bikes, you know, to go fishing and things like that. There's so many little ponds and streams and rivers that um, have a lot of fish in them. And it's just that's just a really simple rig that is deadly effective. And April is the perfect time uh, to be fishing it. Great tip. Well, look here. We just have a minute left as
0: you know, many nonprofits are really taking a huge hit financially right now, and uh, you have a foundation. How can people contribute uh, to the growth of that foundation to carry on some of the great work that you're doing, Kevin?
4: Yeah, so all you got to do is is go online to the Kevin Van Dam Foundation, and um, you know we've we've got uh, all the information there on the site. And yeah, we're trying to do things too. I mean, there's a, a lot of people in dire need right now. There's a lot of uh, people kids that that you know that are out of school that uh, need food food banks and things like that so we've been working uh here locally with with some of our charitable groups and things like that to try to raise awareness of course you know april is autism awareness month and you know normally we do a big theme through the whole fishing industry through the tournament trails where we uh, pledge pounds for dollars. We're, we're actually still going to continue to do that. We're just going to have to move it back one when the tournaments come. So, <laughs> yeah. um, right though. I mean, we can't forget about, um, you know, all these organizations and, uh, causes. I mean, and there's a lot of them that are really depleted, you know, from the Red Cross to, um, you know, so many of them in the medical industry, you know, medical field with all of our healthcare workers, uh, you know, being so distressed and so overworked with this virus to, to get through this. A lot of our, um, uh, you know, safety uh, officer, you know, men and women in the fire department, police departments, things like that. Uh, and, and in the Army National Guard, I mean, it's this is a kind of an all hands on deck time. So uh, if you are able to, to make a difference, whether you do it financially or just donate some of your time, there, there's plenty of great causes out there. Um, and there's still a lot of them that are really going to come out of this need more help than ever. Kevin, thanks so much. We're out of time. But Words
0: to live by. They're powerful. Thanks for your time today. Stay healthy. Good luck out on the water. Good luck in the turkey woods. And folks, that's going to wrap it up today right here in Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. And I'm Rob Keck on behalf of Bass Pro Shops for your adventure. Always starts right here. Thanks for answering the call. That call to conservation and preserving a rich hunting, fishing, and trapping heritage. We'll see you next week.
1: This has been Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. Talking all things outdoors, brought to you by Bass Pro Shops, your outdoor leader. Join us next Saturday and every Saturday for more special guests and unique locations.